Welcome to Godfather Minute. Minute. In honor of Mikey uh, having his jaw busted, we're going to talk the whole episode like we have our jaws busted. Right? I didn't understand you. Can you repeat that, please? I said my jaw was busted, so we I can't do it. Oh. Oh. Hey, anyway, hey everyone, you can take it out if you want. <laughs> no, no I, I really got it in there. I can't take it out. Oh boy. Well, in any case... Uh, this is the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute, and my name is Alex Robinson. And, and I'm Andy Robinson. <laughs> Together we are the, the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. Today we are discussing Minute 75 of the Godfather. That's right, Alex. Repeat after me. A yeah. minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Setanta cinque. Setanta cinque. Setanta cinque. Setanta cinque. You got it. I'm getting good at this. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, it occurred to me the other day, I looked to see where we'd be at the halfway point. Mm, okay. And I think it's like 87 or something. Wow, we're almost so there we're almost at the halfway point, wow. if you can believe it. Yeah, and that's five minutes before you know who and you know who gets shot. How many minutes away is that? Five minutes. Have a seat and order your meal. Drink some wine. Try to feel. Ask for permission. And go to the can When you come back You'll have more than your dick in your hand Two shot each You'll be on the next flight to Sicily Shoot the Turk And McCluskey too How many days Until you do We're counting down Come count with me You ain't gonna miss The Turk or Paulie I'm not So don't forget, Alex, you need to post uh, the next uh, poll on the, our support page. Well, we have some news about that, uh, oh. which we'll discuss in the bonus content. Okay. So uh, if you want to hear us discuss that uh, tantalizing cryptic thing, go to uh, godfatherminute.com slash support. And you'll get to hear an extended episode. Excellent. So, minute 75. Sequanta mm-hmm. cinque. Setanta cinque. Setanta cinque. Bene, bene. Uh, minute 75. Uh, mm-hmm. We're in the Don's office, and uh, Michael comes up with a insidious plan to kill the Turk and McCluskey. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sonny and the Capo regimes laugh. And Sonny uh, and Tom seems uneasy by the prospect. Mm, okay. So, and that's it. That's what happens in this minute. That's a good one. It's mostly, it's mostly Mikey explaining the plan and what, what the, uh, why, not, he doesn't say why, he just says this is what the plan should be. Next minute's the why that he thinks, that they explain, so. Yeah. So let's, let's break this down. Let's break it down. I was really interested in the reactions of each of the other people in the room. When Mikey says, and I'll kill them and both. And I'll kill them both. Okay. First, the camera is on Sonny. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of staring at Mikey. He's, he doesn't start laughing. Right. He's just staring. I, I I didn't know how to interpret that reaction. Is it? Is it? Is he not sure if he's serious or 
maybe he's really starting to accept Mikey's transformation or mm-hmm. he could just be very tired because he's probably been up all night killing uh killing the uh brother killing the son of uh, the magic guy oh bruno, bruno Tatalia. Yeah. he's probably a little tired that's and right yeah shagged out but it's really strange it's not until because then you just hear off camera clemenza start to laugh right and then sonny looks at him and he's sonny starts to chuckle but it's really clemenza and tessio that start the the laughing fit so you think really clemenza is the boss of the whole gang and then sonny had to wait for the cue from the real to see how the real boss is gonna no, how think... mrs clemenza was gonna react <laughs> yeah. speaking into his earpiece <laughs> yeah don't forget the shirt don't forget to shoot to, don't forget to shoot malakoski too <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> But it's just interesting. How, yeah, that is interesting. How they just immediately think it's not serious. Right. Like, like they couldn't possibly take Mikey up on that proposal, whereas Sonny, I think, is actually considering it. And then Tom just kind of, he just kind of shrugs. Well, see, I, I interpreted Tom's uh, thing. I interpreted Tom's uh, reaction differently. How did you interpret it? Uh, to me, he looks he looks very uncomfortable at the idea. Mm-hmm. Like he like frowns and he's like shuffles, shuffles in his feet. Do you think he's, he's taking Mikey seriously when he makes that proposal? I think he is. I think... Or even just the fact that Mikey is saying it, mm-hmm. I think, is disturbing Tom. And I don't know whether yeah. that's because it's a moral thing, whether he's like, oh, I can't believe that, that he's mm-hmm. getting mixed up in the rackets, or whether it's a, boy, when the Don wakes up, he is not going to be happy that Michael's mm-hmm. getting involved in the in the dirty. And like, he yeah. sees himself as the kind of like voice of reason like that to be pops uh pops ombudsman since mm-hmm. he is his advocate since he is uh since he is not speaking right now yeah he, i guess technically he is his legal advocate yeah, yeah. Well, i have another theory about tom's reaction okay let's hear remember it. in a previous minute we talked about a a fan piece that argued that tom is a terrible conciliary uh-huh. terrible during peace and wartime mm-hmm. i think tom feels so in over his head and overwhelmed yeah. and he's trying to do the right thing and keep a clear head but he's so like he didn't even consider the possibility that mikey could do it so when when he just says that he has no idea like, what to do he, he's basically cowering in the face of stress totally and indecision he's like yeah. listen everyone calm down we'll we'll file a, a motion you'll have to show cause in the morning that'll be it that's <laughs> He wants to do it all like legal and he like, just starts uh, giving out all cause uh writs, cause the writs yeah. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense because Sonny just stares at him. Mm-hmm. So maybe Tom is thinking, Oh, is Mikey serious? And then the couple regime just start laughing. And yeah. then Tom's like, I'm just confused. I don't know what's going on here. Uh the capo's the capo's laughing is an interesting mm-hmm. um aspect of it because I don't think it's well. I was going to say, I don't think it's because they disrespect Mikey, but do they disrespect Mikey? Hmm. Do you think there's always a little bit of like, well, he's a legit guy. You know, they might like him, but mm-hmm. like in terms like their world seems so like, mm-hmm. you know, to counter to that, that it's just such a, it's like him becoming a priest or something. Yeah. Or I guess it's even weirder than becoming a priest because at least a priest, you're kind of like, it's like a traditional. Still in the, yeah. In one of the, the classic Italian roles. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is interesting. So I, I'm not sure how they see him. So is them laughing at him? I feel like it's a more like a uh, 
you know, like a, a more macho camaraderie type laugh. Yeah. Then like, like if Fredo said it and everyone laughed, then it would be like disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the fact I, that I, I guess, got good aim, not like everyone says, <laughs> I can shoot him. <laughs> Watch this. Ow! Yeah, that's why the cane is in the office. Fredo already offered this plan up. Maybe that's why they're laughing. Like, oh, Fredo already, already posed this plan. That so, would that would make Fredo extra mad. The fact that Mikey wound up pulling off the plan that he wanted to yeah. pull off and couldn't do. Yeah. Oh, and that's what Fredo means later that he was stepped over. Oh, for that as job. the. Uh, I bet they sent Fredo. I'm like, they said, oh, yeah, Freddy, that's a good idea. And they're like, let's when they totally sent him on like a wild goose chase to like a, you know, like a a, a ground round in Yonkers or something. (laughs) I think I remember that ground round. I I think Fredo is so is is just wallows in self-doubt so much that. They even tried to get him in this plan. They're like, all right, you're going to go to the airport and you're going to meet Salazzo. Then you're going to shoot. He's like, yeah, I'll be all right. Go send Fredo to the airport. That's always really Mickey Mouse. says, no, Fredo, we really need you to do this job. Yeah, I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> well, first they say, oh, you have to pick him up at the airport. No way. I'm not doing it. And then it takes him like 10 minutes to calm him down. And, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then he's like, okay, so after you pick him up, bring him to your nightclub. No way. <laughs> it starts all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that's great it could be that he or maybe he originally was supposed to shoot him uh but but fredo botched the job he just assumed he was going to pick him up at the airport and so he's like yeah i, I picked him up i didn't know go where you guys want me to bring him so i just you know i, I took, took care of him i like took him said. to pop's office <laughs> yeah i took care of him i took him to cuba old man salata knows all these places already uh, so, so i do think the couple regimes were laughing in in a similar way that Clemenza was teasing Mikey when he said, "Why don't you tell that, right. that girl that you love her?" Yeah, yeah, a, a respect and a and a, a familial, yeah, like an uncle kind of a yes. ball busting kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so I do have some insight into the reactions. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you there was information in the book about it. I want to have a a real that the book sin- that is not in the movie. Stuff from the book that is not in the movie. Correct. Okay. Well, it's in the movie, but it's very different the way it goes down. Okay, let's hear so it. I think there was a difference in the way Puzo intended it and the way um, Coppola right. uh, interpreted it. Well, don't forget, Puzo also helped write the screenplay. So it is his, like, he, he, that's his choices too. Oh, but do you think he had to compromise at all? And Coppola's like, no, you can't have. Can't have all these scenes with with the sunny humping Lucy. Well, I have to I have to assume that Puzo knows that like certain like I'm sure he knows the Hollywood business and knows they're not going to do like a word for word translation of his thing. Yeah. But I I like the interpretation that it's almost like a third draft of the book mm, okay. that it's just kind of like okay, well, let's cut all that other stuff out and just so anyway, what does yeah, he say though? Let's yeah. see what he already says. I'm, well, before I read it, I hope you don't feel betrayed that I didn't. I kind of led you on. Hey, what do you think the reaction? Oh were? no, and then I revealed. That. I, ex- I expect nothing but betrayal oh, yeah. and double crosses from <laughs> from everyone I know. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just because we're doing Godfather. Maybe. Oh yeah, well, I would be thematically uh, would <laughs> yeah. be appropriate well i wasn't gonna do it but then johnny ola called me and they said it would they said there was something in it for me oh johnny ola and i don't know him <laughs> that's that's gonna make a great go-to line <laughs> by the way you're gonna need one soon because we've exhausted the show calls in the morning oh yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait say it again go ahead say it again take two 
Yeah, you're going to need a new line soon because we've exhausted you've exhausted the line of having to show cause in the morning. Oh, you know, that's when like the someone oh. says something that like crosses the line and yeah. like one of the characters, <laughs> like someone's revealed to be a bigot or something like that. So you don't think any time that quote show cause end quote is said on the podcast, we have to do the typical cheering. Yes, we do. Yes. So that last one really should be both simultaneously. Like one camp is cheering because they're they're the. They're the traditionalists. Anytime they hear that, they have to cheer and whoop. Oh, right. So it would be, hmm. It's like a Rocky Horror Picture thing, right? Why don't we leave it up to the audience? What do you guys okay. think? Cheer or boo? Oh, there you have right. it. The people have spoken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here are the reactions according to Mario Puzo in the novel. The Gospel According to Puzo. So Mikey just finished revealing his proposal. All four heads turned and stared at him. Clemenza and Tessio were gravely astonished. Hagen looked a little sad, but not surprised. Well, there you go. He started to speak and thought better of it. But Sonny, his heavy Cupid's face twitching with mirth, suddenly broke out in loud roars of laughter. <laughs> That's my interpretation. <laughs> It was deep belly laughter, not faking. He was really oh, 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 oh. <laughs> He was he was really breaking up. He pointed a finger at Michael, trying to speak through gasps of mirth. You the high class college kid. You never wanted to get mixed up in the family business. Now you want to kill a police captain and a Turk just because you got your face smashed by McCluskey? You're taking it personal. It's just business and you're taking it personal. You want to kill these two guys just because you got slapped in the face? It was all a lot of crap. All these years, it was just a lot of crap. <laughs> Clemenza and Tessio, completely misunderstanding, thinking that Sonny was laughing at his young brother's bravado for making such an offer, were also smiling broadly and a little patronizingly at Michael. Oh. Only Hagen warily kept his face impassive. Hmm. It's a bit different, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that could tie into, uh, I've, for my comments, cause obviously that carries over into, into next week's minute too, mm-hmm. the, you know, so, mm-hmm. but, so I'll say I have some comments on that, but I think it'll be more, it'll get to continue that like uh, to be continued for, okay. for next week. So, yeah. uh, yeah, but that is interesting though, that in there, clearly the capos waited until, until the, uh, yeah. until Sonny started laughing first. Sonny led the emotional response. Right, which makes sense because he's the boss. That's yeah. why I'm so surprised that Clemenza w- in the movie was the first one to laugh. I wonder yeah. why they changed that. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to bring it up. I, I don't know why they changed it. I, I have an idea, but I also can't reveal it until the next minute. Oh, so yeah. two, uh, two things. All yeah, right. Sorry about that, Alex. <clears throat> it's all right. Yeah. We'll get back to that then. So to be continued about why their reactions were so mixed. Yeah. So here's a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think Mikey has killed in the past? I think he has in Japan. Was he in Japan? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm just thinking he was in Japan because they talk about how they bombed Pearl Harbor Harbor on Pop's Hmm. birthday. You know, now that you mentioned it, I don't know if they ever specifically say it's huh. Japan. It may have been in the book. I'll have to go back and check. So uh, it is established that he won the Navy Cross. Yes. Which I researched and um, is the it's the uh, second highest medal that's given out for combat. Mm-hmm. So it does imply that he it wasn't just like, a, oh, yeah. he, you know, that he, uh, you know, probably killed some guys. Mm-hmm. too. So I know he was shot in the foot, I believe. 
Is that how he got while it? he was, and that's how he got a purple heart, right? And that's yeah. how he got he got like yeah. out of the war, mm-hmm. but because the the Don uh, bribed the doctor, yeah, <laughs> at least according to the uh, to the uh, Godfather, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even a doctor. His bonus hair dressed up as a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did I get wrapped up in this? Your pulse is very fast. <laughs> you need to relax. Calm down. Lay down. Put these pennies on your eyes. You'll feel fine. Um, so, so it makes me wonder when it was, at what point did, uh, did you want to say something else about Bonacera? I, I don't know if it would be better if he hires Bonacera or Enzo to be the doctor. <laughs> For your doctor. For your doctor. I'm your doctor. I'm your doctor. You cannot return to the war. The war. <laughs> Here are some flowers. Take these to your mother back home. Purple heart. His hands are all shaking while he's doing the operation. <laughs> so when did Mikey, uh, did he just hatch this plan now? Has he been thinking it ever since Ever since McCluskey uh, popped him one in the face? And he's like, oh, I'm going to kill this bastard. That was one of my questions, too. I was wondering if it took... Because when Mikey gets back to Pop's office, mm-hmm. that's when Sonny shares with him that, that Salat's... Oh, and get this. He wants to meet with Mikey. That's the first time that Michael learned just a minute or two ago. Oh, that's right. That yeah. They, that it's Salazzo's plan or, or proposal to meet with Mikey. So maybe it's then... I my guess is that Mikey had been thinking that they that they had to kill Salazzo. Killing Salazzo was the key. Right. He says that, you know. Yeah. But I mean, but even before he gets right. into the office, I yeah. think probably even as far back as the hospital. But I do think that this particular plan didn't come up until he's just sitting there silently thinking. Cuz it makes sense cuz he says, well, he must be thinking, well, somebody has to kill Salazzo. Yeah. And uh, obviously, if Slotso wants to meet him, the simple solution is to have him kill, kill him. Well, and I do have uh, a question. One question I have is, does it have to be Mikey? You say it does because it's well, the most natural fit because Slotso already wants to meet with him. Yeah, I'm not saying it's it's the uh, only solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, now that you now that you're putting the idea in my head, like they could just put a bomb in the in the building or something you know what i mean like oh, no one has to go to the uh to the but then i guess whoever was going with them would be killed too like if mikey went true. with them and then the yeah. bomb blew up then they would all die yeah. or, and i guess anything else like if you have a hundred guys come in with guns blazing like you also could get shot so yeah like yeah. he's kind of almost like a hostage hostage as well yeah. as, uh, so anyway yeah uh, well i also wonder if you also want to minimize collateral damage. The only reason the plan could possibly work is because McCluskey got mixed up in the rackets and got what was coming to him. So it's okay if he dies. It's true. It's if not you have like waiters you can't and, kill yeah, innocent yeah. people. And uh, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of bloodshed. Yeah. It's a lot of blood. It's a lot of, it's a lot of blood. Money is, what is this, what's that for money? It's a lot of some business. That's a lot of blood is a big expense. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, it's going back for like at least a dozen minutes. <laughs> Well, in the book, Puto addresses that. They're having a conversation, and uh, it's Mikey who says, it has to be me, and he gives some reasons. He said, well, Sonny, you have family, mm-hmm. and you have children, and I don't, so it doesn't make sense for you to risk it. Um, Mikey then says, Fredo, or Freddy, is in shock, and so he's out of the action. 
I forgot that Fredo, having witnessed the, the assassination attempt, he's still in a hospital or in his room. <laughs> or maybe just partying at his nightclub. They should uh, totally, uh, I think that like, at the end of the scene, like everyone should get up and leave the room and Fredo was there like the whole time. Like uh-huh. just no one ever, <laughs> no one ever He's just rocking back and forth <laughs> in his chair all fast, talking to himself. Mo, Mo. <laughs> No, 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 I don't know. Every time a name comes up, you just hear Fredo. Like they go, no, killing Salazzo is the key. So, so, no, Salazzo, I don't know him. I don't know him. I never met him. I never met Salazzo. <laughs> so uh, what did, so, so then... Puso um, goes into the, can other people do it? So, yeah, so not Sonny. Fredo's in, Freddy, poor Freddy's in shock. Uh, someone suggests, um, maybe Sonny, someone suggested, oh, maybe get a top button man, someone who's really good. Yeah. They said Salazzo would have done the research and they'd recognize anyone who's in their family who's a top button man. They right, wouldn't like allow Cheech. Yeah. Then they'd they be would. like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they could send in a whole lot of button man senators. That's what they should do. Uh, then uh, someone also suggests, well, maybe they can send a rookie Button man, someone who's totally new that they wouldn't recognize. What do you think? Uh, I think that's good, but then you'd have to be: Are they good enough? To, are they cold and cool enough to to pull it off? You're absolutely right, Alex. <laughs> Tessio says. Tessio smiles and says, "That's like bringing in a guy up from the minors to pitch the World Series." <laughs> uh, and Sonny eventually says, "Yes, it has to be Mikey for a million different reasons. Most important, they got him down as." Faggy. Whoa! Yeah, can't say that. Most important, they got him down as faggy. They can't print that. Yes, they did. Um. Yeah. Well. What do we need to scrub that out of the podcast? Is that what you're saying? I can't. Um, well, first of all, obviously, neither neither of us have anything against the homosexual people. They're standing fine, disclaimer. A fine race. You know, mm. we're just for historical accuracy. We are citing this. We do not agree with the opinions of well, Mr. Uh, Santino. So does that word faggy mean the same, mean what I think it is? Yes. Like soft back so. in the day? Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. think that's what, what they meant by it then? Or did it have two meanings? No, I think it means wimpy and oh, plus also, yeah. you know, Mario Puzo's writing this in 1969 yeah. or whatever. So mm-hmm. it definitely has that connotation then. But uh I don't. I don't know about the historical accuracy of it. Yeah, I don't know. Late sixties. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, although that does add a new wrinkle to the fact that Clemenza and and Tessio and all those guys maybe not respecting him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're like, yeah, he's soft. Know. Yeah, he's he doesn't have the yeah like the gumption to do it. Right. Yeah, and it makes sense because then later on when they're in when the Don recovers mm-hmm. and they want to start their own families, they don't ask Michael. They ask. They asked the Dons. So yeah, he's like, oh, I'm yeah. semi-retired. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I out, Mikey? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Pop, you're out. <laughs> That's good. I'm semi-retired. Now I can go into full retirement. <laughs> no, no, Pop, you're out of your re- semi-retirement. You're back in. Well, why do you treat me like this, Mike? <laughs> That's like getting like, a guy from the miners to pitch the World Series. <laughs> could pitch the World Series. Well, Pop, if you... If you prefer, I could I could move you and your wife to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sure, Pop, you can live with me. <laughs> I'll drive you to the airport. 
That'd be great if Don Corleone and Fredo ran the nightclub together. That's the that's just sitcom idea. Oh, that's the spinoff, see. right? Uh, Corleone and Son. <laughs> Come would, here, you dummy. <laughs> what would what would Pop's role be? Uh, well, he's like the owner and kind of like the. Well, he'd be the maitre d'. No, they both have to run it. Well, but they mean they both have to be hands on, like yeah, somewhat to some extent. You don't, you don't think the Don would just be like in the office in the back? Maybe, but what would he, what would his role be in the office? Would he high? Would he be hiring people? Yeah, I think or I think he, like Fredo would be like the the manage the house manager who'd have much more like mm-hmm. you know the nuts and bolts of it. And the Don is always just like the you know he has to keep going to the Don for money and and so oh, but on. the Don takes care of the big decisions. Yeah, well, Fredo thinks he takes care oh. of the decisions, but the Don's really like, okay, I'll, well, you know, I'll bail him out again. Don, Don Corleone, I, I see it as he does all the hiring. Yeah. He's like, I got to keep hiring more waitstaff because Fredo's banging waitresses two at a time. <laughs> patrons can't get a drink. Maybe we should serve coffee. <laughs> what if they both had to, if they were the only two that worked at this bar slash restaurant? Mm-hmm. Only two. And they had to do all the jobs. Who would do what jobs? <laughs> uh, Don would cook. Oh, okay. Well, you think that Don's a better cook than Freddie? Yeah. Wow. What makes you think that? Because um, he grew up like in an old school Italian world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he he was young, so he had to like learn for himself and everything. Yeah. And uh, Whereas Fredo's never really had like a stable, I guess, I guess mama would have cooked. Yeah. But I just wouldn't trust him with anything other than running a Mickey Mouse. So what would he be doing? He asked him. Don can't do everything himself. He'd be the waiter. Fredo would. Fredo's Uh, the waiter. He'd be wearing the same suit he wears in the Mo Green Vegas scene. It looks looks like a waiter. (laughs) I always wanted to be wearing that plaid suit, that plaid uh, GF2, (laughs) the mustache too. He's like, sir, sir, you, you, you brought me, you cooked this steak well done. Oh, yeah, yeah, we we were all real sad about that. Sorry. <laughs> you don't come into a place like this and order a steak like that. Did you what about mixing drinks? Sure, yeah. He could make a daiquiri. <laughs> he has to keep calling Mikey up. Mikey, what drinks can we serve you? <laughs> what do you call that? Banana daiquiri. Oh, okay. <laughs> Soda water. <laughs> Uh, so one last filmmaking observation I have is that um, most of this minute is taken up by a slow pan as Michael is telling his plan. The camera slowly, you know, pans in on him, yep. zooms in, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the film term is. I think it's zoom, right? And pan is left or right. I think so, Zoom yeah. is in and out, mm-hmm. in and out. Yeah, so I thought it was an interesting parallel to the opening shot of the movie where it starts mm-hmm. off as a close-up of Bonacera mm-hmm. and then gradually gets wider where you see mm-hmm. everyone else in the room. And in this one, mm-hmm. you see other people in the room and then it, like the focus is now, like Michael is now the the center mm-hmm. of what's going on. Like yeah. he is the, he is the uh, you know, whereas before it, it indicated that Bonacera was kind of at the mercy of all these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one is the opposite. It's like he's the no one else is you know important in it. So yeah. I thought that was a good visual. Yeah, visual yeah, trick. it's very cool. I noticed too that during that slow zoom in, that it's Tom you see behind him almost the whole time, mm-hmm. and he's he's a little out of focus, but he's sitting right behind him as uh, like a consigliere. Right. Yeah. He's just right behind him, ready to whisper some suggestions right, yeah. or give him ready some to data. F- mess it up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
ready to, ready to start passing out writs of cause. Cause writs. Boo. Oh. Well, they really turned on us. Yeah, audience. wow. <laughs> Uh, so here's something I just noticed, mm-hmm. and it answers a question we brought up before. They have informers in the uh, Tatalia organization. Yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting, mm-hmm. uh, interesting wrinkle that mm-hmm. um, clearly they're not doing too good of a job if they didn't warn him about this Turk business that was coming down. Well, do they have informers in the Tatalia family, or in the, they definitely do in the police department? Oh, so you think it's the it's in the? They may have been referring to, hey, let's find out where it's going to be because they, although they haven't said it yet in the movie, they may be thinking that McCluskey will be with him, and so their informer in the police station will be the one to share that information. Because they 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 established later on that mm-hmm. all cops have to report where they're going to be. Yeah, but we don't know that at this point. Yet. No. So, but that's a good good question. I don't know who who they're referring to. Is yeah, you're a, a police informer is probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, although informer sounds a bit more. Uh, yeah. Although I don't know, informer could be cop as opposed to yeah. like our our man on the inside or yeah. our our spy <laughs> or whatever. So maybe it's Bonas Sarah, the informer, because <laughs> you know he does his his. Uh, Corpse valeting for all the families, as we established many minutes ago. <laughs> so that was a weakness then to have McCluskey. Well, I guess it's a double-edged sword because if they, if McCluskey wasn't involved, then they'd have no way of knowing where they were going to meet. Yeah. But if McCluskey wasn't involved, then mm-hmm. there's nothing to guarantee the Turk's safety because yeah. anyone else would, they would kill. You mm-hmm. know, the police are sacred, you know, sacrosanct, so they can't uh, yeah. sacrosanct kill them. So. Excellent. I you know I've got one more item. Uh, it doesn't sure. have anything to do with this minute, but it's I, I put it in the cleanup category. Mm-hmm. Should I should I hit it? Sure. Okay. Clean it, has it to up. Do with, has to do. With, oh, I need to come up with some cleanup music. Clean it up. <laughs> Page one thirty-eight. Puto writes about the relationship uh, between the McClus the McCluskies and the Tatalias. The McCluskies plural. Kinda. Yeah. Here it is. Bruno Tatalia was an old friend of his. That's McCluskey. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Bruno had gone to Fordham with one of his sons, and then Bruno had opened his nightclub, and whenever the McCluskey family spent an infrequent night on the town, they could enjoy the cabaret with liquor and dinner on the house. Hmm. That interesting? Yeah. So they do have a relationship. It's not just... That's their connection with... That's right. how they get... McCluskey connected to Salazzo. On New Year's Eve, they received engraved invitations to be guests of the management and always received one of the best tables. Bruno always made sure they were introduced to the celebrities who performed in his club, some of them famous singers and Hollywood stars, which is so interesting because the actor... (laughs) That's what the actor who played McCluskey did not like. He didn't oh, like right. the whole Hollywood scene, but, but here he is playing a guy who, is, who likes yeah. being around. Well, we don't know. We don't know if McCluskey actually liked it or not. That's just true. Like, yeah. Oh hell! I gotta meet more yeah. celebrities. Yeah. All the all the drunk guys stumbling out and like, oh, Phil, stand him up so he can get out. <laughs> of course, sometimes he asked a little favor, mm. like getting an employee with a record. With a record cleared for a cabaret work license, usually oh, Bruno asked for the favors. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was McCluskey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? Uh, what favor would he ask him when he's out at the? Can you do me a favor. Stand him up. <laughs> <laughs> do me a favor. Try the veal. 
Uh, like getting an employee with a record cleared for a cabaret work license, usually a pretty girl with a police dossier as a hustler or a roller. McCluskey would be glad to oblige. Oblige. Yeah. Uh, I'm imagining Miss. I'm imagining uh, the McCluskey family going out and they do an Eddie Murphy thing where Sterling Hayden plays all oh. of, like <laughs> Mrs. McCluskey and the McCluskey kids and and the whole uh, the whole thing. No wonder he hates Hollywood. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to get in my boat. I gotta play all these other people. <laughs> Goddamn prosthetics! <laughs> uh, what are you doing? To, but did you just use the same voice? Yeah. He's doing fake the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty much how he sounds in all his uh, all his roles. I don't think he's like putting that on. <laughs> Damn it! I said stand him up, Phil. Oh no, take him in. Take him, yeah, Damn it! Take him in. <laughs> take him in. Stand him up. Put him down. <laughs> Clean it up. <laughs> Clean it up. Stand him up. Take him down. And and what? Quit telling me my business, eh? <laughs> I gotta start using that. Quit telling me my business here. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I guess that'll wrap up minute That's 75. It. What do we want to rate it? Oh, wow. It's a really good minute. It is a good minute. The whole banter. We forgot to even mention that Sonny's kind of play slapping Mikey and Mikey's putting his hands up to protect his face because he's got that broken jaw. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Boy, I'm tempted to go five. It's either four or five. I was I was originally going to say four, but you know what? I'm going to say five because right. it's a big it's a big moment. Mm-hmm. You got everyone's doing stuff in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's a, it's a good one. I'll say yeah. five. Yeah, you you sold it um, right. sold it to me five stars. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll convene for the uh, bonus content mm-hmm. uh, in a minute or two. But uh, in the meantime, hey everyone, if you uh, if you like the show enough where you want it on your body then go to starwarsminute.com slash merch and at the Star Wars Minute store, you'll see our two Godfather Minute products. So far, two ter- two shirts we have in mind. Although maybe we should start doing ones with our catchphrases on it. Like, Yeah, probably. You'll have to go in the morning and show. My parents went, my parents watched The Godfather and all I had to do was, all I got to do was show, go for Judge in the Morning and show cause, oh, something woo! like that. They're back. They're, would it turn it, it around? <laughs> turn it around. Is that what it would say on the back? A woo. Yeah, it would be yeah. a picture of a cheering audience <laughs> on the back. Awesome. That's great. Uh, I yeah, do. I do like, like the idea of putting our uh, the lines we joke about, mm-hmm. and then our weird, unique lines too. So it really only be comprehensible, kind of inside jokes on T-shirts. Right. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. uh, recently released a Star Wars Minute shirt. We mm. we made a joke on the show, and we made a shirt about the joke. Oh, cool. And someone was asking if it, if it was going to come with little uh, cards that you would hand out to people to explain what the <laughs> joke was, because it's so much so labor-intensive oh, to, yeah. to really <laughs> explain. So, uh, um, yeah. So what do we got for the bonus content? Well, there was, whoa, we have the announcement about the new Countdown song. Excellent. Um, I was going to talk about Reds. I saw the movie Reds with Mm. Diane K. Adams Keaton in Mm -hmm. it. So uh, we'll talk about that. Excellent. uh, I think you also saw GF3, right? I did see about first 15 minutes of GF3. So we got a little bit of coming up. Yeah, so stick around round. (laughs) Ground round. (laughs) Uh, All right, then. So until next time, try the the veal. veal. It's It's the the best best in the city. city.